Hey guys, welcome back to the Mob Squad. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ariel. Let's do this. Alrighty, welcome back to part two of our interview with Miss Tara joining us. And we have covered the good, the bad, and the ugly, I guess, right? Like oh, yeah. how you got started. We went through the Disneyland era of like how fun it was. And it was all magical and joyful and orgasmic. Mm. And then we went through some of the hard times that you've had and how you had to set boundaries and some of the lessons learned. Yep. And so this episode is going to be hopefully focused on more of the fun stuff and the exciting stuff and answering the questions I think that a lot of vanillas, as you would put it, yes. right, would have. Yep. Um, and just people learning more information. So welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having two. me. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yay. Um, so one of the things that we wanted to touch, hey, and Ariel's here too. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. It's okay. I'm just a shiny here. new toy. <laughs> So in the last episode, you mentioned at the very beginning that your kids knew about your lifestyle. And that's something that we didn't really touch on in the last episode. So I was hoping that we could maybe talk about that. Um, How did they find out? What was that like for you and your husband? And what was it like for them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just like dive right in? Absolutely. It's actually, um, my husband and I kind of quite find it a fun story. It's actually fun to tell with him because he kind of interjects, but babe, I'll do my best. Um, (laughs) So our oldest son is at ASU in the dorms at the time. My daughter's living out of state. She's going to school as well. And our youngest is home. And, but our youngest is the one with the headphones on all the time and like in his own world. And, you know, so anyways, it's Easter morning and we, I'm making eggs in the kitchen and we're debriefing because that's what you do. You do an experience, you go out, you play, and then you talk about it the next day and you go, oh, what'd you like? Or what didn't you like? Right? Like, like I said, we would go through the process and then we would talk about it afterwards. And this is one of those mornings we were debriefing and I'm in the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, that was so much fun last night, babe. Like, he's like, yeah, well, I, I think I asked him, I'm like, what was your favorite part? He's like, oh, because my favorite part was when you and I were making out and she was sucking my cock and I was, he was fucking you from behind. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And he was fucking me so hard. While you're cooking eggs. While I'm cooking on eggs. Easter morning. Yeah. On Easter morning. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> I said we had fun. Did I not oh, say that? That's uh, hilarious. So we're just laughing and talking and having a good time. We'll stomp, stomp, stomp down the stairs. We hear this. Oh my God. Do you realize this house echoes? And I'm, I'm like, oh my God, what is he doing home? He's not supposed to be here. And, uh, my husband's like, yeah, I don't know. And he's, and so my oldest son comes down and he's like, do you, do you realize this house echoes? And I'm like, well, what did you hear? And he's like, well, I'm not repeating that. (laughs) And I said, okay. He's like, honestly, mom, he's like, I could really use a hit. And I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, let's, let's go smoke the peace pipe. Now, mind you, my, my son's in school. Yeah. He's 20 something. He's an adult. So yeah, let's go smoke the peace pipe. So we're out there smoking and I'm like, you know, I, I never meant for you to find out about this. This was never my intention. This was dad did, you know, this is dad and I's thing. And, you know, but now that you know, now that you've heard this, well, before I even go into that, my husband walks out and he goes, you know, you smoke too much of that shit. You'll fuck your friends. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> babe, you're not helping. Please walk away. <laughs> so see, so not then, yeah. So then, you know, he, I have this with my son about, you know, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk. And he's like, you know, mom, he's like, I've always had so much respect for you and dad. And, and I've just always, you know, loved your relationship. And, and he's like, I want what you have. And I was like, oh, 
well, this doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, dad and I have built a relationship and built a foundation, but his reaction was so not what I was expecting. Yeah. Like, wow, you and dad are really cool. You go do this and then you have fun talking. You know what I mean? Like, is that, that's what you were expecting him to say? No, no, I don't. I wasn't, I was, I was expecting like, what's wrong? Why are you doing this? Like I was expecting, I think more like, negative. Like yeah. upset about it. Like upset about it. Yeah. And what are you doing? And right. what, you know, and he was just like, no, like, like you guys are awesome. Like I have so much more respect for you. Mm-hmm. I want what you have. Yeah. So, and we, you know, we chatted a little more. And then at one point he's like, come on, mom, don't you know, every guy's fantasy is a threesome. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, um, well, and, and my husband, of course, is like, well, he's not thinking of the other threesome, right? Like, he's only thinking about the one for him. And um, we're like, hey, look, this is dad and I's secret to share. If you have any other questions, please come to us. Please don't share this with anyone, right? This right. is our yeah. thing. Yeah. Of course, his sister comes home from school and they go out to lunch and you're never going to believe this, but <laughs> mom and dad are swingers. And I'm like, okay, I should know my son by now. Oh, that's great. Right? Yeah. Well, you're in the trust tree and your daughter's in the trust tree. So I, I don't tell anybody. He didn't think you meant his sister. Yeah. Correct. Right. Correct. <laughs> um, they come, you know, he tells me. And so then I approach her and I say, hey, I hear you have some information about dad and I. Is there anything you want to talk about? And she's like, mm, no, I think I'm good. She's like, wait, do I know any of these people? <laughs> and my husband looks at her and goes, uh, you know, all of them. And she's like, oh, and and never another word. And and the thing is, is there are friends first. Mm-hmm. There are friends. Like, it's like a friends with benefits kind of thing, right? Again, the misconception of it's always every time you're like together. Yeah. And and every time you're together, you're you're doing it. And yeah. that's not true. You you go do regular things with people. You go boating or you go out to dinner, you go axe throwing, you go, you know what I mean? Like a you normal bowling, friendship. Like a normal friendship. Right. It's just sometimes there's a benefit to it, right? So anyways, (laughs) so she never really said much more after that. And then our youngest, we kind of think just found out by default. And so I again went to him and said, hey, I know you know about dad and I's life and lifestyle. Do you have any questions? And he goes, oh, you mean your lifestyle? Your your swinger friends? He goes, I love your swinger friends. (laughs) I'm like, well, okay then. And if, again, I'm here, dad and I are here. We are open books. We are open doors. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, you have to come talk to us. Mm-hmm. We're here to answer anything you want. And it honestly just opened the door to their communication with us. And they're vulnerable and they talk about their relationships or what they need or how would you do this? Or, you know, um, that was like the start of it with that, your kids that to was, be more open about mm-hmm. those things. Well, like once they found and once they found out and they seemed okay with it, it was like nothing else mattered. Well, and we've talked a lot about this on other podcasts about telling the truth to our kids and not like if they come out and ask you a question or they have information, don't lie to them because then you lose their trust. Right. right. So the only thing I can compare this to is when I told my oldest son about Santa, like it was the oh, hardest yeah. thing ever. I and I wanted that. to lie. I really wanted to lie to him. <laughs> But I couldn't. Like, I I said, I'll never, ever lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. And I can imagine this was probably a times a million on the the uncomfortable (laughs) level of telling your kids this is what I do because of the visual alone of thinking about your parents having sex with each other, let alone other people for children is Mm -hmm. like cringe, right? We all, nobody wants to picture their parents having sex, but you made it this like really safe 
environment for your kids to be able to ask your questions and you were ready to be honest with them. And I think it probably made you guys a lot closer. Oh, for sure. And I just wanted them to know that there's nothing wrong with their dad and I's relationship. Yeah. Right. And I that, think that's very important. Yeah. To do. We're not yeah. getting a divorce. This right. is a hobby, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you think any of them would partake in that? <laughs> is this a question that you've gotten before? And if so, like, have they talked about it? Would you be supportive of it? Or is there? Oh, of course I would be supportive like, of it. You know, I mean, how can I, how can I be judgmental when I'm doing it? I do think so. I, I think, I think my youngest would. Mm -hmm. He kind of was, again, he was kind of in and around it more than the older two because they were away at school. And even though he was there, but not there. He, he, and he just understands, he seems, mm -hmm. you know, and he's just kind of got that personality and the mentality of just being open and honest and truthful. Yeah. You know, have you told any of your kids that it might not work for them? Oh, absolutely. My daughter is adamant. Nope. That's okay. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Right. right. No judgment. Right. No, yeah, it's not I for think everybody. That's no judgment. It's it the same important. thing with, you know, people, everybody has kids. Everybody has kids. Right. I, if somebody doesn't want kids, I, I think we talked about this mm -hmm. on the podcast a little bit. I'm very supportive of that. Not everybody should have kids, you know, it's Correct. kind of different, but mm -hmm. similar. And that if everybody agrees that this is something that they want to do in a lifestyle or whatever, and it becomes more common or more known. Correct. It's not for everybody. No. Yeah. So it's the same thing. And you shouldn't okay. push it because right. it's it doesn't mean that it's the right choice. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. some people shouldn't do it. Correct. Like we've kind of already talked about that on the last episode of you know, you have to be in a certain place in your marriage. I think you have to be very comfortable with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think you have to work on yourself. There's probably a lot of things that need to happen for it to work well. Correct. And right. therefore, nobody should be doing those things if they're not ready for it. Correct. So, like if you're trying to fix something, this is not right. Where oh, you yeah. Right. Be. This is, you but I think here. with kids, what I would worry about, like if it was my own kids, is I wouldn't want them to get the misconception that it that it does work for everybody or that they think it, because your son said he wanted what you guys have. Correct. Which is amazing. I hope my kids look at my marriage the same way, but I would want to make sure that they know that they don't have to have what we have, Correct. the way that we have it mm -hmm. in order for it to work for them. Because I don't know if he's with anybody, but if that person wasn't into it, then obviously it's not going to be the same as mom and dad. Right. You know, so that's what I would well, and what is think about. Him, it's something that might not work for him, but he has a good like role models of what love looks like. Right. At the end of the day, he knows what it looks like and he knows what it feels like. What that experience yeah. is, is up to him and the yeah. partner that he chooses. Yeah. But he knows the feeling. Yeah. And, and, and what it looks like in a positive and, yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. And you got to yeah. be careful with that one too, because sometimes that bar gets set so high. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said before too, when my husband and I met, we were not these people. We were not this. So, yeah. Well, and that's another question you, that we you had. You can't expect to go in finding someone like that mm -hmm. because you might be waiting for a very, very, very long time. And if you're okay with that, fine. But if you're not, then sorry. No, 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 but you're I kind of digress, but it's, but it's, it's just like, it's doing the work on yourself and knowing what you want and knowing what's important to you. That's what we talk about all the time on here, but yeah. So, and then just because your son is obviously much younger right? He's in his twenties. We were talking about earlier, what, what is the average oh, age, yeah, the age entering the lifestyle? Cause you guys were yeah. in your forties, mm -hmm. right? We were. So older. you were already 20 years deep into your relationship. Exactly. So you had that foundation, mm -hmm. a really strong foundation at that point. Your Absolutely. marriage was really strong. And our children were older and, mm -hmm. and there are people in this lifestyle that partake 
while they have young children yeah. from all ages. Right. And they just work it out. And they and again, it's everybody has their own journey and they do it at their own pace. And while some people say, oh, yeah, I've been in the lifestyle, you know, 10 years, but really their experiences may only equal a year's worth or a couple months worth. Right. Because oh, like their cumulative experiences. Yeah. 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 Because of kids and time right. and travel. And so I think I'm grateful that we started when we did because we could dive in and we could experience it pretty much yeah. consecutively mm-hmm. because we didn't have to worry about babysitters or can we get out of town yeah. or, you know what I mean? Our A lot of our responsibilities were not dwindling. Yeah. Our responsibilities were dwindling. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the average age is. They're the gamut. I mean, from legal to geriatric. <laughs> geriatric. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I have seen it from everywhere in between. So, you know, it's just but we talked a little bit off the podcast about how maturity probably plays a role, not oh. just the foundation of your relationship, mm-hmm. but your maturity and your experiences in life, I think make a big difference because when you're young and fun and everything's great, you might not know those consequences that can happen Correct. or have the experience to work through it or the maturity to work through some issues that maybe you're still too immature to deal with. Well, and it's dealing with your emotions, right? Right. That's, I mean, it's emotional intelligence. Yeah. And, and, and some people reach emotional intelligence early on. Yeah. And some people, it takes them a while to develop that. Or never. Or never. Absolutely. (laughs) I think of men, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, they, they mature a lot later. They are from Mars, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, the kid, it went well with my kids. And it was like once they knew we didn't care who found out, to be honest. So was that sort of like the gateway to Mm -hmm. opening up with Mm -hmm. your friends and any of the people in your life? take it differently than what you were expecting them to? Like, did you lose friendships or relationships over it or? Um, yeah, I honestly, pretty much, I feel like most of my family, my siblings, my mother, my, which my mother and I's relationship wasn't the greatest to begin with. Yeah, I just, I just think that they don't know how, they don't know what to say. They don't want, they don't know and How that could be a generational thing, right? Oh, I feel absolutely. Like very old just, school thinking or. I don't know because I do religious feel like beliefs a lot can of, play a role. I, I do feel like there's a lot of people in, in our age group or that are very judgy of it. Uh, absolutely. And I hope that anybody is listen, that's listening who came in maybe judgy but curious is going to leave feeling like, okay, this is a lifestyle. It's just like the life that I live. We have play dates. Mm-hmm. You know, we go on double dates with our friends. We go to plays with our friends. We do all of these things. There's just this other layer of fun that maybe not isn't, that's not for us, but everything else is what we do. We like to go to the lake. We like to go on vacations. We mm-hmm. love to spend time with friends. We like doing all of it. So our lives are not that different. No. At all. No. Like they're exactly the same. You just have that extra layer of yeah, just a little, yeah, just an like, openness, or, right? Mm-hmm. Openness and fun and flirty. And it's, to me, it's that sexual energy, right? right? When you, the thought of being, even just the thought of being with somebody else, right, can turn you on. And then you bring that back to your relationship and your marriage and your sex life. Mm-hmm. And that's where you grow and you go, wow. Well, I hope there's ladies listening out here today <laughs> that are going to have the best sex ever tonight. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously, listen to this with your husband and talk to them about it. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think there's people out there that are curious. Yeah. Well, can let me ask you guys, do you fantasize in the bedroom? So that's one one thing I actually wanted to ask you, because 
I I feel like all men do for sure. I feel like women, it could be 50-50. I don't know. Just a number I'm throwing out there. But I have fantasies for sure. But I feel like when I'm sexual and I experience things, sometimes that is a fantasy right. is better off being a fantasy. You know, it's more oh, the like idea. Yeah. Yes, it's a um, letdown. Okay. So like if if you think Disneyland is the greatest place ever and you go to your grave thinking it's the greatest place ever, you've never been there. It is. But if you go to Disneyland and you get let down, then you're like, ah, what, what was that? It's you know, deal. it's kind of sad to think like the greatest place in your mind isn't really the greatest place. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Totally. I don't know. Yeah. I've just had experiences like that with fantasies where, or in the moment, it's a great, amazing yep. experience. Yep. And then afterwards I feel ew or dirty or not dirty. And maybe that's something that I'm dealing no, with. I but feel that too sometimes. Do you know what I mean? And where I I'm like, ew, why did I do that? Or why, you know, and then I don't want to do that again. And I know that about myself, but it's kind of, I don't know. Have you experienced that at all with your lifestyle where you're like, oh, this was a fantasy of mine. And now I'm like, eh. Um, well, or, I kind of felt like that when you were talking about your first experience when you felt like you needed to leave and yeah. it's like off, yeah. I was like, oh my God. So when I'm like having fantasies and we're doing stuff that maybe, maybe I've had a lot to drink that night and I'm feeling a little bit more yeah. randy, you know, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. okay, let's do it. And then it's over. And then I feel like, oh my God, we can never talk about this again. <laughs> <laughs> what did we just do? Right. I have those feelings. And so I don't know what yes, that is. Maybe it's like a mental block, me, but I need, I need, I can do that, but I need to have support from alcohol. <laughs> usually. Yeah. And I think then, that's normal, though. Yeah, but for yeah, most then people, I can do like, well, absolutely. Then I'm more open to do fun stuff in the bedroom. But don't yeah, forget, you we have down. three tiny humans, right? And like our kids are getting a little bit older, but it's actually getting a lot harder. And I don't know if you would agree with this for for us to be intimate at home because they are so much older. Like they're not just playing in the playroom and yeah, we're gonna go pound it out really there's quick. There's no more or, nap you know time. I mean? There's no more nap time. There's no more anything. <laughs> like literally, we were having sex a couple of weeks ago and my oldest was fucking pounding on the door and then the sex was over. Cause like, yeah, once you lose it, then you're like, God well, damn it, we couldn't. Right. It was just so awkward and weird. And then the next, like we were trying, we we're like, okay, we'll be right out and trying to do it. But then, then my middle was like, mom, mom. And then all three of them were at the door and, and then we're like, okay. I don't know how they know, but every time they know, every time it's like, they know when you're in the bathroom you and they know when the you're door, fucking. And then they're like, Oh, I need something. I need Why that. are you here right mm -hmm. now? They leave you alone all day. Except they, for when they that happens. We'll not so, talk to you all day. And I know exactly what you're again. talking about, but yeah. So it's harder. And those senses for us, I think right now, because we're in the thick of it. Are we, they, are the, are the, any of them old enough to know about sex? Cause they probably know more than you think. Yeah. My oldest yeah. does. I mean, because don't they learn it in school in like what fifth or sixth grade now? Is that what it? No. That's what uh, I think. My no, kids they are. just learn body stuff. But I think middle school. I think they have it. They're are they learning it this year? See, I, I think in seventh grade that. is when I learned yeah, it. Yeah. See, to me, sex ed should still be in the schools and it should be updated. Well, so yeah. We sorry, that's all like another topic. Kids know, like where babies come from and how it happens right. and stuff. Yeah, and they know about they learn about their bodies. I think that's more middle school is learning about your bodies and periods and all of those questions they have about each other's bodies. Right. And then more high school is like when I don't know. I feel like that's when it was for me. Well, they're starting so much younger, so it's they are. Well, it's and my because my kids were my kids were middle school when they had really? sex education. I do remember fifth grade was. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was eighth grade. Yeah. I don't know. So I was curious we're because if they know closer. sex is okay or they know about it, then yes, they, they do know it's yeah. My seven year old does not. Oh, of course not. But He's not of age. My older two do, but they still are of the mindset of ew, you and dad have had to do it. You had to do it three times. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Like they're ever. still in their that mindset of, right. oh my God, I can't believe to you guys did it three times. Three times. <laughs> ew. But we try to so get it 
perfectly normal, natural thing. Like this okay. is what people who love each yeah. other do. Yes, yes. But we don't go into graphic. Like, no, no. Like that, but but when you see that, that we love each other, yeah. it's a perfectly normal, natural thing. Yeah. And then we just sort of leave it. But I also answer the questions that they, and we just haven't gotten there yet. Right. Well, you could, so, you know, you could always put a cowboy hat on the door. When you see the cowboy hat, don't bother mom us. And dad, mom and dad. Mom and dad are like loving each other. Every time we tell them not to bother us, they want to do it more. Right. So well, it's almost yeah. like, yeah. do you want to go down that road or do you want to just like try to do it before they realize something's happening? <laughs> I guess I was always fortunate. <laughs> we always had two story. So uh-huh. we were downstairs and they were upstairs. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> more space. That would probably help. <laughs> I would love more space. <laughs> Sorry, we digress. No, totally. No, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. Did you answer the question about fantasies? Oh, that, fantasies. Yeah. Yes. Um, Fantasies that came true. No, my fantasies that always came true were good. And as far as I think my first experience, Mm -hmm. um, I think it was more, I just didn't, I didn't take my time and choose wisely. You know, like my picker was off. It was like, you're in the lifestyle, we're in the lifestyle, let's do this. Correct. And again, thinking that, oh, two newbies would be a good idea. Yeah. Because nobody knows what they're doing. Let's go there. Yeah. So we can't be embarrassed. Let's have the blind leading the blind, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go there. So that's how I view that experience Mm -hmm. is just, we kind of became that veteran couple, if you will, that would meet a new couple and guide them through their first experience. And people love, I know, have loved us for that and have, you know, because I always said to him, I said, you know, I don't want to do to other people what, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'd like to help them, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's give them a good experience. You know, let's tell them, no, this is how you do it and share our tools and our tricks that we learned with somebody else. Right. And, and yeah, and that's. Do you like that part of it or do you like having somebody that's more experienced? Or do you go back and forth? And well, in the, be- all about the in the beginning, chemistry? yeah, in the yeah. So in the beginning, yeah, I did like kind of having. It was nice to have somebody who knew what they were doing. Now I would say I like it all. Sometimes you don't have a preference. I don't really have a preference. Yeah. Again, it's the vibe. It's the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, if it feels good, I know it feels good. If it doesn't feel good now, I know it feels good. And I know for the red flags, I know my boundaries now. Right? We set our agreements. Right? I set my mm-hmm. boundaries with myself. He set his boundary and we've made our agreements between each other. Have you ever had a situation where somebody maybe didn't understand a boundary or pushed Um, past a boundary? Oh, gosh, probably. I'd have to think about that one for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been at parties with Mm -hmm. gentlemen who think that, oh, yeah, if I'm dancing with you and I'm getting close with you, oh, sure, it's okay. Just stick your hand down my pants. It's all good because I'm ready for that. Right. And so, yeah, I've had to go, "Um, excuse me, and grab them by the hand and just, did you want to dance with me? Or what were you expecting right now? Because that's not what I was wanting. Like, I just learned how to hold my ground and just go, be good at saying what you want. Absolutely. And letting them know that, hey, what you're doing isn't okay. You have to kind of, in a way, ask for consent. Hence, the the right way to approach the lifestyle for couples, single men, right? Like husbands, whatever. Respect us women as we want to be respected in a vanilla world too. Right, for sure. And in this one, I get it. It's trickier, man. Yeah. It's trickier because we're going to throw you a little bit, but we might not want you. You know, the ones who get it and the ones who understand no, on both sides, women and men, you know, I, I've had that experience before. But as far as like he and I with like another couple, like there being jealousy and people running out or whatever. No, not really. Uh, well, <laughs> kind of had a recent one I wasn't too happy about. But again, I was able to go. That's not cool. We're leaving, dear. Let's go. And we just up and leave. 
So again, it's it's knowing yourself and your boundaries and what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept and going from there. And but, it's fluid too. It's probably evolving oh, right? as one, you get further and further into it. 100%. And deeper into it and 100%. your fantasies start changing and yep. like what you once was maybe just two couples in the same room mm-hmm. as now, now there's like you going off and doing something with somebody and he could be doing something with somebody totally different. Correct. Right. So Correct. it's just, yeah. The hall passes. Mm-hmm. We like to, I like to call those hall passes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> this is so fascinating it to is me. So fascinating. I know. I think I, I just stumped you guys a little bit. I feel like I should like, I'm no, like blown away. No, I don't want you to let, I don't want you to stop. I don't think anybody does. We love this. <laughs> it's just so interesting. So you have been through, how long have you been in this lifestyle? 10 so, years? Yeah. Almost, I think we're going on to nine years. Nine years? Okay. Nine, so 10 a years. A long time. Long, long time. Enough, a really long time. What advice would you give to anybody out there listening right now who's thinking about maybe joining in Dabbling or learning or, more? Or yeah. like, where would you recommend a couple start? Or even a wife who's who's interested in maybe talking to her husband about? Yeah. What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say, you know, have the conversations about it, you know, Um, Google things. I mean, gosh, we're so blessed with Google and websites and all kinds of things. There are courses out there that you can take as a coach. I'm on one of those websites. It's um, swingerclass.com. Okay. And there's for beginners. um, There's for single men. There's for couples. There's all kinds of information. There's blogs. Um, again, I'm on there if you want help as a coach. Call, as a coach, and I'm tell us what you do as a coach. I just help you out with your feelings and kind of like I'm doing now. Is with, it like mm-hmm. beginners only or oh no, all anybody, types? anybody, anybody, okay. anybody? You know, I've been, I've probably been there, done that. And if I can help you and give you a book or an article or a podcast or something to listen to, or even, advice, even, or right? advice, or this is how I would do it. This is what, you know what I mean? That's kind of what has been helpful for me. And that's what I'd like to give back. Yeah. So, um, what was the website again? It's a find you swinger, swingerclass.com. Okay. And there's all, like I said, there's all kinds of information. And then there. they go on there. There's somewhere like a directory or something they can look you yep, up. Yeah. Okay. And they can just scroll down about if you click on, I think it's the, um, the about tab. Okay. And you, it'll just tell you about Different who started people. it. Yeah. And the therapist, my therapist and love and relationship coach. And then everybody else is involved. That it's called that, by the way, a love and relationship coach. I think that's really sweet. And is that what your title would be also? Or I, I guess, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would consider that because I've been through all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you really have, I don't know that there's anybody better equipped to talk about this than thank you. you and your husband, because you. you have so much experience, but mm-hmm. also you went into it blindfolded and you were running into Disneyland and then you didn't know what to do when the ri- when the ride breaks down. Right. Right. Like, what do you do with all the churros? Like, we fucking panic and then what? Right. I can't. It's, it's but you when you're so caught up in that fantasy and you want that moment to freeze forever because you want to feel that euphoric high forever. Right. right. And nothing can go wrong. So you don't think it's ever going to go right. wrong. And then it right. suddenly does. That's. Yeah. Where you would come in. Yeah. I mean, you could come in before that. Like, yeah. And I think it's also good if you are thinking about coming into it for the first time to have a coach to say, okay, have you talked about these things? Have right. you checked these boxes? And there's classes on yeah. there you can take. Okay. There's online classes and you can just click on it. Um, are they free? No. Okay. They are no, not. Nothing good is ever nothing free. Nothing good <laughs> is ever free. So, but they're, they're affordable. 
Okay. They're definitely affordable. And to me, it's recommended. Um, there's also books out there you can read. To go back to, I think she has me on there actually as a hot wife coach. Okay. So, but to me personally, I feel like I could be anything. Anything. Right. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've done quite a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you need more, I would, you know, recommend you to her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's, if it's a, a situation or a place where it's, it's out of my comfort zone or it's not my, for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something out of your wheelhouse. Something out of refer. my wheelhouse I can refer. Okay. Right. And then what were some of the other websites or apps that you were mentioning? Well, so if you want to become a swinger and make a profile, whatever, there's, there's um, Cassidy, which is very West Coast, um, California, Nevada, Arizona, like all the Is West. it an app? Um, no, it's a website. Oh. Sorry, oh, okay. did I say app? No, you just said Cassidy, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, so Cassidy.com is a really good one. Um, SDC is another where you're, again, this is, these are websites for meeting like-minded people. Okay. You can create a profile and then somebody usually has to validate you. SLS is one. That's the first one we went on. It's okay. I think there's Lifestyle Lounge. So you can go on all of that and check them out. You know, I mean, you have to kind of set up a website or kind of set up, if you want to start talking to other people, you have to usually create a profile. And those are usually a yearly um, membership or subscription or whatever. Yeah. So most of them cost money. Yeah. So if you were curious, is there like a free one you can sign up for? Um, or I, I think you can still go on and check yeah. it out. Oh, okay. I still think there's, you have If you want to interact, you have to be a profile. Correct. That makes sense. It yeah. probably keeps people safe. Right? Absolutely. You people safe in this. Yeah. yeah. I can see how there can be some like... Creepers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's always oh, that. there's catfishing everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it happens. Well, that's in the regular... Typical. But anything... Absolutely. There's weirdos that create profiles for weird shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would just recommend talking about it. Talk through some scenarios. Talk through those fantasies. How does it make you feel? Well, like, how do you know when you're like ready to take that leap? What would you say is something you should look for? That's funny because to me, it's like... You guys just it, did it, well, right? And, and again, we were married for so long and we were having these fantasies and we just, we wanted to fulfill that. Yeah. And so I think you kind of, A, you either know when you know right? And you, you're you ready for it. But it's kind of like when you have kids. Are you ever really ready for them? No. No. That's such I, a good I point. hate when people say like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. I'm like, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to mm-hmm. be if ready you for wait, it. You'll never be ready. So if you're thinking about it and you're curious about it, then dive in a little bit. But what, hey, what would those... be like a good starting point? Like, I know you said there's meetups where you just Meet are rates. like meeting yeah. people. Yeah. I think that's an excellent way yeah. to start. So you're that's just, how we started. You're just talking yeah, at those places. Just... You don't have to do anything. Because well, you you're said, in public. You said that right. first meetup you went to, you guys went home alone. Yeah. It was just kind of getting your toes wet. Yep. But bit. you could go to those and meet, meet people, people to go and home with. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it's a little bit of whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems like non-scary to me. Yeah. If you were interested it, in doing something like that. Correct. Because yeah. it, it doesn't have meaning if you don't give it meaning. Right. Right. If right. you're just That's going true. there with an open mind. But there's like no pressure. People. You know, when you go to those like dinners or lunches and it's like a sales pitch and yes. they pressure you. Share. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> oh, come to this free lunch. But, you know, you're going to be bullied into buying something. Right? right. It's like that. So I was just curious. Is it more like there's nobody there pressuring anybody? Everybody's. Oh, nice I'd love about to say it. I'd love to say that. But I don't know for fact. I, okay. I mean, what I can tell you is you go in there with your boundaries set. And if someone pushes your limits, you say, you know what? My husband and I are just this is our first time and we're just here to meet people. Yeah. We're going home with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good advice. And yeah. you just say it like it is it because can. the truth is the truth. And then there, there's 
There's no misleading. There's nothing. There's none of that. Yeah. And so just have that confidence to say, hey, yeah, because who's to say I might not be a little pushy? Because, right. you know, somebody finds you attractive. And so, so, and again, everybody's level of pushiness, what is that? Yeah. Right? Like maybe my level of pushiness is different than your level or your level. Yeah, it's relative to the person. It's relative to the person. Yeah, that makes sense. What would you say to a person in a relationship who, like, for example, let's say Chris and I, mm-hmm. let's say Chris is totally against it and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. How would you coach us to maybe open his eyes to want to do it or... Or, or vice versa, or open my eyes to want to do it, whatever the scenario is. Yeah. Maybe that's... one's a little bit more cautious and the other one's more all in. How would that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You tend to want to go with the slowest person. Oh, okay. So you were the well, slowest. that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You so... were the slowest person? No, Chris. Chris was the slowest person. Yeah, so Chris will be the slowest person. Sorry, babe. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, no, you would probably, you might well, be the slowest person. So that's why I, I had to question this because <laughs> I have like, well, you, or maybe not. I don't know. Chris and I have never actually talked about it because I've always been a hard no. Like, nope, I, it's not for me. I'm too much of a jealous bitch. There's no way. Like, right, right. I clearly have my own issues to work out. But so you go with so the slowest call person. me. I'll be the slowest person. So you go. So yeah. Where would I start? Would I start as so you just in fantasizing talk, in yeah, the bedroom and yeah. talking more about it? And you talk and, about it. And 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 I've learned where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your stomach? Do you feel it in your chest? Do you feel it in your throat? Where do you feel? What do you feel when you talk about it? Because that's where the jealousy comes up. That's where your vulnerability comes up, right? That's where the insecurities come. Well, I feel it in my stomach. This is very interesting. What does that mean? Well, to me, that just means, right? That's your core. That's mm-hmm. your safety. Why don't, maybe why don't you feel safe? Because you're jealous. You yeah. You're jealous. You're afraid <laughs> that maybe you're not enough. Or maybe he's going to leave you for somebody because else. Because Chris is like such a lovely guy. I could see like because they would feel safe with him. Uh-huh. They He knows how to fix things. Yep. He's got, he's a really he's good a manly hugger. Man. He's a manly man. He's mm. like, he's got those big giant arms and he can wrap you up and, and make you feel so fucking warm and safe. Like I, get, <laughs> I see people sitting next to him and I, I, I see people and, and other women have agreed. Like, yes, there is something about Chris that's very comforting and safe and Yep. Yeah. And that's just, why you feel it in your stomach. I don't want to share that with anybody. Yep. That's why Robbie told me this is not the lifestyle for me because I don't mm-hmm. want to share that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would risk because he is like an intimate, deep connection type guy. Yep. So I, I just knew mm-hmm. I can't do that. It's fear. Yep. So I'm the slow one, clearly. <laughs> We've never even talked about it. <laughs> now we know. Now you know. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're welcome. Thanks for working that out with me. You're welcome. <laughs> what does throat mean? Like when you're feeling it in your throat? Um, throat is your is your voice, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to tell him, but I can't. There's something blocking me. Oh, interesting. And then what was the other? In your well, boobs? In, in your <laughs> chest. Did you say your t- oh, your chest. I mean, your chest is your boobs. heart. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you Amanda. feel it in your boob? <laughs> My boobs are telling me this is a good idea. <laughs> Yep, they are. That's the fantasy are hard. side. <laughs> oh my god! You cracked me up. I don't know why I didn't think of heart. I apparently you think with your boobs. Yeah, I went to the boobs. Okay, exactly. Go ahead. So your heart, right, mm-hmm. is your emotions, right? Yeah, your love. And when you feel it in your heart, you're like, that's your, to me, that's your intimacy. That's your love. Like, mm-hmm. that's your connection. That's your soul with that other person. Yeah. So, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That is interesting. I love that. Oh. That's a good life lesson, too. Yeah, it is. 
Really good life lesson. That's what therapy will do for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to all my therapists out there. Therapy is so awesome. Yeah, it is. Is there anything you'd want people to know about the lifestyle that is often misunderstood? I think we kind of touched a little bit on this last yeah. episode, but is there anything else yeah. you think there's No, I mean just misunderstanding it's not always an orgy. We don't put our keys in a bowl. <laughs> um, we're just normal people out there having fun. It's an activity. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this can be a future thing we discuss, but you know, there's a whole polyamory world or the poly world. What is that? What does that mean? We'll dabble in that a little bit. It's that's when people do have other relationships and they it's more separated. Um there's can be a hierarchy, there can be I'm, yeah. I, I'm really not that. Like I am more swinger like my husband and I do this for fun. You know, we dabbled a little bit in that poly and it was too much and for me. And that's having an actual like intimate yeah, with another more than relationship person. Yeah. with more not sex. That's well, it's both emotional. It's emotional. It's more emotional than sex, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I kind of went I tried that and didn't work out. That's where it no. seems to get a little sticky. That's where it got a little too sticky. Yeah. But some people are okay with that. Right. And right. there's so there are polyamorous people in the lifestyle. Correct. Correct. Okay. And is that something that's talked about? Like when you start with somebody, are you like, what's this about? Like, do you talk about your relationship at all or is it just about sex? Again. Okay. So here we go. Bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. 2024. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. So because now I, I know who I am and I have my boundaries and I'm here. Um, We met this couple, awesome people. We have hung out with them three times now. And this uh, last time, they they came from a poly relationship for many years. I forget how many. It was 10 plus years. And they just kind of got out of that. So that's all they ever really knew. They go, they went to parties, but they were exclusive with one another. So even though they hung out with the swinger lifestyle people, they just had each other, right? And, and these swapped. are two couples. Two couples. Okay. Yeah. That are all, that all were together. Polyamorous. Yeah. So it was like okay. a swap. Like you seen that show like Wife Swap? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was kind of like that, right? You okay. just And they had their relationship, but then every once in a while, or I don't They were with each other. They were with the opposite so person's like partner. being a swinger, but with a group. No. No. No, this is a couple <laughs> and a couple. Okay. Husband and wife, yes. husband and wife. So this husband and wife trade with this husband and wife. Okay. So she gets her, the her. okay, let's just say they're best friends. Okay. So she gets her best friend's husband for maybe that day or that night or that weekend or whatever they choose to do. Oh, and then like literally like the wife swap thing. Like literally like the wife oh, swap Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. Okay. There are no groups. No, okay. they hang out with as a people. And, or, or or maybe let's say the one, the, the, the couples would go together as a party, but they were with the other person, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if it was Ariel and I... Then I would, sh- I'm married to Chris, you're married to Austin, but I would show up to the party with Austin, Austin and she would show up with, with Chris. Chris. Right. Okay. Or that was like our or, day to swap. Or okay. maybe you and Chris would be um, out to dinner and Amanda and Austin would be at the party. Okay. Right? Right. Because it was our day to be together. It was your day to be together. So we decide what we do in that, during that day. Okay. So that, that makes sense. That's kind of, that's what, a, to me, that's what I understand polyamorous okay. to be. Okay. They are more about the relationships and not just the fun of, you know, we're going to go have, honey, we're going to go have a threesome tonight or we're going right. to go. It's not just the side piece. And they're not sure where they're at within that world. Mm-hmm. So kind of navigating that for us, like, I could kind of sense that, hey, they're not really on the same page. He's still wanting it to be this way and she's wanting it to be this way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, red flag, red flag, you know, 
It you really have to trust your intuition. It you do. Like. Yeah. You kind of do, or just have the conversation. And so right. that's what I actually did. Okay. I'm like, hey, discuss it. Let's talk about this. And it, we had a, it was awesome. We we're all four adults and we had a great discussion and we had a great evening. We just hung out as friends. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, just we all went on our merry ways because they were looking for something different than we were looking for. They wanted yeah. more like, like relationship type thing. Well, right. Or one could, of them did. Could be. Yes. One of them did. And the other one was still unsure. So it's like, well, when you guys figure out really what you want. And I just openly said that. I said, hey, look, you know, these are my expectations. And this is how Rob and I are. I want a little bit of this. I want mm-hmm. a three-way with you. And I want a three-way with you this. And I want this interaction. And, you know, like I like that intermingle fun yeah. of of energy, sure. of sexual energy. They were not there with that because they had never experienced that really before. So they were basically kind of starting all over. Kind of. Into this new lifestyle that they have really not been a part of. Kind of, for, yeah. Because they've been in there. I mean, it's kind of how I viewed it. Yeah. And so, But it was so awesome that the four of us could just be open and honest mm-hmm. about that. And it was so real and raw and beautiful. And it was like, no harm, no foul. You yeah. know? So how did it end? Is it fine? They're still going on. Or are you? We, we hang out as friends. Just as friends. Just as okay. friends. Yeah. Yep. Just as friends. And, you know. And they're still figuring it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and they may still want a polyamorous relationship. Well, then they need to find a couple that fits that. That wants that. Yeah. That wants that. Because yeah. that's not what we want. Right. We we're clear with that now. Yeah. And again, once you. But it took you a long time to get there to, to it, doing it, the work and self-discovery mm-hmm. for both you and your husband. Absolutely. And a lot of communication. Yep. And some wrongdoing, right? A 100%. Some, some skip like missteps, um, not missteps, but like, ooh, we didn't talk well, about this scenario and now we're faced with it. Right. That's get, what right? I was thinking. Like, like, what if you come on a situation where you're not on the same page because you've never been in that situation? Yep. That's right. kind of That's, yeah. How do you navigate scary. that? Well, yeah. so you you talk about it, and uh, there were times where I was like, okay, I'm not sure about this, but let's go for it. And sometimes it's turned out to be amazing. Yeah. And then other times it's, it's like, not... like you said, Ariel, like it that that fantasy that you thought was going to be. So there you right. there's an yeah. example. Yes, I have had that in that like eh, 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 you yeah. know, but it just means I don't do it again. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. You know, you have. Your repeat offenders and you have your not repeat offenders, you yeah. know? Yeah. So did that help? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I kind of got I mean, now no, I want to get good. into like, tell us the wildest story you have. Like, oh, are you, are gosh, you into that? Yeah. What's the most bizarre <laughs> encounter you've ever had? Maybe let's start there. <laughs> or the one that makes oh my you gosh. Well, I have a million encounter questions. So there's yeah. one that comes to my mind. Um, but I don't think I can go there yet. <laughs> Okay, we won't go there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I do. I gotta think. I just gotta think of some wild stories. I think you know what's fun about it is because it's it's Rob and I. So I think I'm gonna again. I'm gonna. Sorry, babe. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna go for it. I'll try and be as polite. You're in the trust tree. I, I'm gonna be as polite as possible. <laughs> oh no, I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> now I really want to know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like you can't leave us hanging now. <laughs> okay. No children listening, right? No. no. Oh, yeah. No children. Oh, we forgot to say that, but hopefully people are not. Because, I mean, I'm trying to think in my mind how to be not be super X-rated. So we had met this young lady, this single girl, and she had this fascination with um, men's G-spots. Hmm. And if you all know where that is, it's 
in a circle. Prostate? It's and a prostate. You yep. have to get there through the butt. Have to get there to get through, through the butt. Just say it, Amanda. <laughs> and um, well, the first time we were with her, it was, it was a, you know, a threesome, having a great time. And he, my husband and her were 69ing. And all of a sudden he looks up, he's like, babe, oh my God, she's deep throating me. You got to come check this out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And she kind of pulls out. She goes, I'll teach you. It's all about the angle. I'm like, okay. <laughs> teach me too. <laughs> I me know. Too. too much. I'm, I'm a little no, nervous. No, it's not too much. No, that's not too much. I just love it. We love it. So these are just not scenarios that we've ever been in. So I, I'm trying to think of like, if we were in doing that yeah because i'm a giggly person especially when i'm nervous yeah so if i were in a situation like that as a newbie and not experienced and somebody said that to me i would fucking die laughing <laughs> i would not be able to control myself well, and i am laughing clearly <laughs> maybe nerves maybe yeah, i don't know i'm a nervous laugher for sure when i get nervous it's in the most inappropriate times i laugh yeah know? okay so, i try not to but i do so he's like babe you gotta check this out and i'm like okay yeah yeah so great evening, great night. So we see her again and again with the whole conversation about the male G-spot. And she's so fascinated and wants to be a giver and this and that and the other. And so again, a fun evening with her and she comes to our room and they're in that 69 position again. And he, he's like, yeah, I know it's coming. And she goes, wipes her fingers and right up there. And he, he looks up at me and he goes, babe, she's in my butt. What do I do? <laughs> and I looked at him and I go, I don't know. Do you like it? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know, but she could sure use some lube. Don't kiss her. Don't kiss her. <laughs> so he finagles out of that position. We lovingly and politely put her in the shower, hand her a toothbrush, wash her up and send her home. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. So that would, that's the wild one that comes to my mind. Love that story. And the look on his face, like, what do I do? <laughs> I mean, I get it. I've always been fascinated with that too, but I've never, Chris won't let me do it. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> and hey, he's got to be ready for it too. He you know? He's like, that's an exit only zone. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know, but I, ever I, since I saw American Pie, Right? Oh. Or was that American Pie? When, or, I don't Yeah, remember. when Stifler had, didn't he go like deposit sperm? And she, he's like, can you help me? And she was like, oh, oh and yeah. She, she turns him around and sticks and, her finger. Yeah. Like, oh, and, he's like, oh, 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 oh. and then he like tries like to get his it. girlfriends to do it. <laughs> it feels so good. I, I think a lot of people have that curiosity. I do. For yeah. sure. My husband will not let me do it. Oh, uh, no, that's okay. Yeah, milk in the prostate. Milk in the prostate. <laughs> they say it's like the most incredible orgasm you'll ever have. So I totally understand her fascination. Yeah, yeah. Although I think of my husband, if he were in that situation, he probably would react the same way Abs yours did. Absolutely, absolutely. What, and you, or he, and, or he might even be like, oh, fuck, no, we're yeah. out, I'm out of here. Well, and I don't know about you ladies, but when you go to that area, don't you kind of want to be prepared? For sure. Don't you kind of want to like... I, I got that would be like the grand finale. Of yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the fireworks. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For me, too. It's it's um, I got to be mentally ready. I got to be physically ready. You know, all those stars have to align. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was one of my craziest stories that I 
can think of all. I'm, I know there's more. No, I know a lot of great. You also times. have like a lot of. You've gone to a lot of parties locally, but you've also gone on like weekend getaways and vacations, yes, and yes. you've gone to some of these resorts. Takeovers. And stuff. What are those like? Those well, tell are... us about the takeovers. I know you talked about that a little bit. Yeah. So um, our first takeover we ever went to um, in Puerto Vallarta, we with, went with some friends that were here. Um, it's always go. It's always good to go with people because you're going and meeting people from everywhere, mm-hmm. right, all over the world. And there's pool parties during the day. There's you know it's all inclusive, so you you do dinners, and then at night they have. Have a, um, like a ballroom set up where it's kind of like a nightclub, mm-hmm. and then of course everybody has their rooms, right? You know that was that was another thing. So going from you know parties here and how we approached, and then going to parties and how we approach when we go out of town is different. So when we were here, it's more get to know people, have a couple dinner dates. How do you feel? What you know, and then we would make play happen. But when we went on our first lifestyle trip out of town, we we're like, hey, we, we're only there for five days. Right. What do we want to do? Are we gonna like meet hot, sexy, fun people and have some some fun and a good time? Cause we really don't have time to like date them, if no. you will. Right. So we changed our approach to that. And we were like, Yeah, no, like, let's just go for it. Like we're we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. We want to have fun. If you like her and I like him, and there's that four way connection, let's go for it. You know, so that that was the conversation we had on the airplane on our way there, and and yeah, it was a lot of fun, and we met so many people. But it's also kind of kind of good to go with people you already know. Mm-hmm. Just because then at least you have some fun, right? You're like, like a crew to hang with. You have a crew to hang with. Whether yeah. play hap- again, whether play happens or not, your people are with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, our first one, wait, those Canadians, those damn Canadians. <laughs> we like to call them the closers. Oh. Yeah. You know, not much happens in Canada, apparently. There's a lot of snow and small towns and, you know, people like their Boredom. privacy bore, a, a little bit. So they oh, go yeah. out of town to have fun. And we had met this couple the first night we were there at the lounge. We had a drink. He was cute. She was cute. We had a great conversation. The first night was kind of meet and greet, right? And you're kind of getting the feel um, of everything. And we weren't in any rush to like, so, um, (laughs) get her on. Yeah. Um, so the next morning we're down at breakfast and we see this couple and they invite us to have breakfast with them and we're sitting and we're chatting. She had just come back for the gym, hair's in a pony and we're sitting there and we're done eating. And she looks at me and she goes, so are we ready to go have some fun sex now? I looked at Rob and he looked at me and I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. I haven't showered. Like, <laughs> I don't even have my makeup on. Like, you know, I just got... I was just ready. It was just ready. And I was like, but okay, well, we'd like to go freshen up. I said, but our shower's broke. We're waiting for them to fix it. They're in there now. She's like, it's okay. You can come and use our shower. I was like, I, I'm again, I'm looking at Rob. I'm like, are we doing this? He's like, yeah, come on, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. You know, and we just kind of get each other amped up. And they were awesome. They were the, the, the most beautiful host. They had champagne and strawberries and they had the shower and the towels. And yeah, it was a great time, a little fun. And, and then, yeah, so it was like just, the closers yeah. like get her done. Let's do this. They're just gonna come right. They're just there to do it. And and when you do the business, yeah. And when you're on, when you're kind of on those trips, it's kind of what you're going for. I would think like that's how we kind of view it. Like you're going there to meet people and have fun, sexy time. You know, is this something that you're still doing regularly, or now that you have like your crew and you're you've been in this for a while? Is there anything that's kind of like, oh, we've been there, done that, but so we're not really. Yeah, we've been there, done that. We'd like to do it again. We we took a year off only because we were building our our house, mm-hmm. and so now that that's done, um, you know, we're 
we'll have gatherings there. And then, yes, we're, we're ready to travel again. Um, as far as the takeovers, I, I would do one. I would like to do a cruise. I still haven't done a cruise oh, yet. A cruise, I think, would be fun. Takeover is like taking over the entire hotel, taking that, over the entire cruise. You're walking around. Oh, here's another funny on that same trip. So we're in Mexico. We're out on the patio and we're just kind of tired. It's like the fourth or fourth day. And like, yeah, I don't feel like going to the club tonight because you're just like, go, go, go. Yeah. You're partying, you're drinking, you're in the sun, mm-hmm. like, you know. And um, that that one night I was like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just go back, have a drink on the back patio. So we're outside and, and our door wasn't working and our, our sliding glass door wasn't working in our hotel room. But we're, but, you know, we're naked got nothing on and we're just outside and oh we probably had sex on the balcony now that I remember yeah so we we do our thing we're hanging out and I'm like babe it's hot out here you go inside and get me some water so he goes to go inside and get water and our doors locked and we can't get in <gasps> oh, no. oh my gosh we're on the balcony and we're we have no clothes on I'm like how are we going to get in and and so there's little balconies you can kind of jump over to the next one I'm like well see if someone's home over there see if someone's home over there now mind you we're naked yeah <laughs> He hops over and their door is open, but nobody's in there. So he he runs through really quick, goes to the front door and then goes around to like open our door so that we can get in. And then he goes, shit, I don't have a key. So oh, no. He runs back through oh my those people's room. I mean, And we're not, we're just trying to get out of yeah, our yeah. turmoil here. So he runs back out. He's like, I forgot I don't have a key. I go, well, you need to go down to the front and get oh us a new key. And he's looking, he's like... <laughs> So I go, well, there's a towel. They had left a towel out. So he grabs the towel, throws the towel around his waist, runs through their room again, goes downstairs. So he's literally walking through the whole hotel. This is why it's a takeover because you can be naked and walk around. You can be half-dressed. You you know, there's no sex in public places. You take that back to the room. However, you know, you can still be um, naked. So yeah, so he goes (laughs) down to the front desk and the guy's like, well, can I see some ID? And he's like... Uh, I got nothing on me. You can, he kind of flashes him, I think. Oh. And he's like, well, you can see this and that, <laughs> like, you know, like this is all I got, dude. And he's like, oh, okay. And so he finally gave him the key and brought it back. Rescued you from the balcony. Rescued me from the balcony. It's so hot. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I guess it wasn't, yeah, it's not sexual, but it was pretty fucking hilarious. Oh that is so fun. Well, yeah. it sounds like yeah. you guys have the most amazing life. We well, do. We have a lot of yeah. good times. I don't know. Do you think you'll always live like this? Yes. Yeah, this will be forever. That's, no, I, I will live like this because I. it's a part of me now. I mean, I, I when I went through all that turmoil and I went through all that stuff, there was a time where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't think I can do this anymore. I, I don't. But then I would find myself wanting it, desiring it, reaching out to that person or that couple Mm -hmm. or going out with that couple and having an amazing time and going, yeah, this was fun. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't I? No, I just need to do it differently. That's all. It's kind of like getting back on the horse, right? Like you went through something and learned from it and now you're ready to get back out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and from a different perspective and with more tools and lessons learned. Yeah. With lessons learned. Yeah. That's interesting. What about like diseases and stuff? Are these conversations that are happening about like safe sex? Absolutely. Testing is very important. Condoms are very important. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, absolutely. A big part of the lifestyle. You ha- yes, yes, ma'am. You have to do your research and decide what works for you, and you have to have the conversation mm-hmm. with the people that you are having sex with. And then, you, what do you say? Are you just like I? Are I you... say, are you tested? Show me your tests. And I, I, and go, I pull out my you? phone and I go, I was just tested four weeks ago. Oh wow! Yeah, we get tested often. I was gonna say you're yeah. kind of trusting it, people, but right. they'll prove it to you. Right. That's good. Condoms. I mean, people lie. They're not. They're not. A- no. Honest, no, as no. much as we want them to be. Absolutely. And that's a hard discussion. I think it it's is. a very uncomfortable discussion. When, and, especially when you're getting into it, you're really hot and heavy and you're like, can you show me your test? Right. Oh, before this well, there, so like, you have to have that conversation before, before you, go you do it. it. Mm-hmm. And you say, what are your boundaries and how do you guys work through this? And, and you know, how... You know, I, I I do ask for testing. That's smart. It's, it's I mean, smart I have, to do. I, it's... Here we go. I mean, my I love you, brother in heaven. Like, <laughs> I love you, Timothy. Like it, it like he paved this path, and mm-hmm. and yeah, he he died of AIDS. He. Oh, I'm so sorry. And there wasn't testing. They didn't do this stuff. So mm-hmm. I know he's always here. I know he's always with me. He's like, you know, in your head, reminding in you. my head. If yeah. you're gonna play, if you're gonna have this life and this lifestyle, then you know you you have to be smart about not it. Not end up like me. Yeah. Well, that's good oh, to know. Yeah, that is really good to know. So I have another question, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, what do the people look like? Because I look at you and you're very beautiful you. and you work really hard on your body. You've always, as long as I've known you and probably your whole life, you've worked really hard on your body. You take great pride in it. So if I were somebody con- like considering this lifestyle, but I talk to you and your husband who are, by the way, very good looking people, like your husband is also very good looking. I It would be intimidating to somebody like me that's still like soft in some areas and like the idea of walking around a hotel naked or half naked or dressing really sexy at a party, like uh, that would be a total turnoff for me immediately because I don't know that I would. Because you don't feel comfortable? I don't, I don't know that I would be like. As confident? Yeah. Like yeah. what do the people look like? Because I don't. They look what, like you. What they I look know, like her. They look like all of us. I So there's, there's, there's all shapes and all sizes. All shapes and sizes. Hairy and not hairy. Yes, hairy and not hairy. So yes, funny. Man. Like. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I there's do. hair in some places and yeah. you got hair on the backs and you, no hair on the back. You know, there's. Yeah. No. It's, when you're showing all of that, it's you're totally exposed mm-hmm. and people see all of that. So it's I could see how it yep. would be really nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. And it's empowering. This lifestyle is empowering for women. Mm-hmm. And there's such a support of us. There is a group. There is a community. There's a lot. You know, we are all here for each other. You know, to me. And I'd like, you know, not maybe not everybody in the lifestyle is like this, but the ones I choose to hang out mm-hmm. with, the ones I choose to vibe with, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. Like it, it's not only what's on the outside, but it's what's on the inside, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it is, it's attraction to me is not just physical looks, but it's internal looks mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it can be intimidating, but it also is what it also fuels me. It also keeps me in the gym. It also keeps me doing whatever I need to do feel, to feel comfortable for me. Right. Right. And whatever somebody else does to make them feel comfortable about themselves. It's not just all pretty people, if that's mm-hmm. what you're thinking or stereotyping or whatever. I mean, I, I do stereotype it that way yeah. because I, the few people that I know that are in the lifestyle are beautiful people. And then my only other experience which I'm not even sure is the lifestyle, is the few porns I've watched in my life. And they're all beautiful also. So no, there's porn of my, real people. You know what I, oh. well, I have seen a couple of those, but I, I choose not to watch those. <laughs> Same. Well, <laughs> I mean, beauty is... I like the fantasy. I don't want but I think everybody's down. different. So it doesn't... Your idea of what's beautiful or whatever is right. maybe not somebody else's idea. I'm just yeah. going to say beauty is in the 
beauty is in the the eye eye of the beholder. It's true. So that's what you have to say. But no, that was good though. I yeah. think that because and there's I, people out there that probably you won't feel like, well, well I don't look like absolutely. her. Absolutely. I don't have sex like a porn star. I don't even know <laughs> yeah, how to Yeah, but not everybody sex. wants that. Right. That's the thing I think is like the stigma though, right? Is like, yes. if you're in this lifestyle, you're going to have sex like a porn star and look like a porn star and have this really sexy rocking body and be beautiful and like all of these things. I feel like that's a big stigma. Yeah. And it's a misconception. And, it's not true. But it's, it's there are normal true. people just like you yeah. and me and, mm-hmm. and everyone in between. Absolutely. So I love that. I'm glad I asked that question. Yes, I, I am do. too, actually. Yeah. And I think what you were saying was it was it's empowering for women. I think it makes what from what I'm gathering from what you're saying is that it makes you more confident about yourself. Yep. You're mm-hmm. getting attention from other men, which yep. probably makes you feel good. Yep. When you are naked, you're there to do those things. Yep. So people are going to want you. Yep. That probably makes you feel good. It probably raises yeah. your confidence no matter what you look like. I mean, not no matter what you look like, but you know what I mean? Yeah, in, in terms of whatever people want. Yeah, yeah no, I think so. No matter what you look and like. And here's the thing too. When, when you feel good about yourself, it doesn't actually matter what you look like. Right. Confidence you is own it. Like different. I see these really big girls wearing bikinis all the time and I wish I had their confidence. Yeah. And you're like... like Meanwhile, you I wear a whole it. one piece and a fucking caftan <laughs> to the bottom of my toe. I'm like, I'm wrapped up in layers. <laughs> Stop. But you know what I mean? I like, do you as a confident person. I so don't really to hear you no, say no, that. But I'm speaking for the masses, you guys. This is like a, a lot of people feel that way. They're insecure yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. There is it's a lot not, of insecurity out not, there. I am a very confident person, but if I have to get into a bathing suit in front of all of my, like, tight body beauties, then that's a little bit intimidating for yeah, me. Yeah. And, and so. I think what I've learned is, you know what? I am who I am and you're going to like me or you're not. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tim. Reach girl. I, I just have to thank my brother, Tim. Seriously. He was a gay man and oh, I do miss him. <laughs> Clearly. Um, well, it sounds like he, he's with you all he, the time. He, he is. And he always would look at me and go, it, it doesn't matter what other people think of you. It's ma- what matters is what you think of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being a gay man back in those times when you yeah. couldn't talk about it and you couldn't walk around pridefully and kiss each other in the hallways at school or, you know, he went through all that. Like he paved this way. And I'm so grateful that he was my brother and he taught me those things and he shared those things with me and was always right there by my side where my other family members just didn't work, couldn't, you know, he was, he's been gone so long. He's been gone since 2000, but yeah, he just was always my, my confidant, you know, with every, every other, you know, he, he is watching yes, <laughs> he, yes. and honestly, he's guiding me to be honest. So, I love that. I think yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. So anyways, do you have any other questions? I mean, I think I feel, I still feel like I could ask a million questions. Oh, absolutely. But well, I don't want to go too long. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally fascinated. I yeah, because too. I want to so think about, and I want to think about more things to say and share. And I just so yeah. appreciate you guys. No, we are just course. Say thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. Like, it really does mean a lot to me. Well, we are so grateful. We have gone on and on about this for a year now about how much we've wanted to have you so thank you for being on here with us yeah and we really appreciate it love to come and back I, I know thank I you for your you. honesty and for sharing all that you have because i i think this is gonna be a really great episode <laughs> help a lot of people i do too i really do i think you're gonna help so many people whether they're thinking about getting in the lifestyle or they once judged and now are no longer yeah, yeah. So I, think I would love that if we could be a, if i could help be a part of that crusade mm-hmm. that just just don't judge me yeah. you know like i don't have to go near you. I'm not some 
I mean, some people would call me a cougar, but (laughs) 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 not really. So yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it's the no judging thing. And I think we promote that on our podcast a lot about, and I think our audience is understand that mm-hmm. we're all about you know until we're not for everyone day, yeah. Yeah, yeah until yeah, you walk a day, you walk a day like you don't like, understand just, something don't judge mm-hmm. it in our last podcast we talked a lot about giving others gr- the same grace we give ourselves yeah. and i think that holds really true to today's episode i think it's probably going to be an ongoing theme <laughs> every episode yeah. we'll talk about it yeah. oh, it's so I'd good love to be a part of that. it's so good yeah the same grace that you give yourself because we right. let ourselves off the hook we don't judge ourselves we don't just be kind you know, just be kind and empathetic and understanding and not judging because we don't know what it's like till well, you've been there you don't know and don't judge yourself i yeah. i did judge me yeah i did i have judged my i have i have been really hard on myself in the past you know mm-hmm. and i had to learn not to do that too mm-hmm. i mean there's yeah that's a tough one yeah. for a lot of people i think yeah for all of us in different realms of life yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so well, this has been so good. Thank you, you so much. Tell us all one more time where we can connect with you and um, get your yeah. wife coaching <laughs> and love coaching if you um, so desire. So I'm, um, check out swingerclass.com and you can find me at coachtara69 at gmail.com. I'm awesome. on the website. Thank you. And we'll put your information to you in our show notes and absolutely. on our social media if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, guys. We're so happy. We hope to have you back soon. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. Bye.